0: Hi and welcome to Talking to Artists, a casual weekly conversation where artists share their inspirations, process, challenges and business ideas to give art lovers and aspiring artists a peek behind the curtain. I'm Kate Taylor, full-time Canadian artist and your host today. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Welcome to another live artist interview at Petroff Gallery. My name is Yelena. Today we are going to have Kate Taylor join us. We just did an interview with her on her page. We talked a little bit about the gallery side and that gallery aspect of what we do and how how we sell art and how we work with the artists. And now we're gonna talk to Kate about her process of it and her artistic side of selling art and making art. So, we're gonna now welcome Kate. There she is.
0: Hey, sorry about that, that was so weird. Because I, no. uh, I could ask, request for you, I and mean, then I couldn't see, see the Petrov Gallery thing was all grayed out, so like, I don't know.
1: For some reason, I keep having this issue. Of, no one else is having this live issue. <laughs> and it always takes a, mo- a difficult, it takes a moment to connect, it's
0: being weird yeah. with me. But. Well, and it's weird too, cause it, wasn't, it wasn't even actually a difficulty connecting, it was actually a difficulty in being able to accept your request. Oh, okay. So well, I don't you're
1: know. Here now. <laughs> yes,
0: I'm here now. Sorry. Thank we don't need to talk about technical issues anymore.
1: Yeah. Thanks for joining us again. We had a fun little interview not too long ago on your page and now we're doing it here. And now yes. it's my turn to ask you all of the questions. That's the
0: scary part. It's always easier to be on the other end of it.
1: <laughs> it, it is. Well, actually I, I prefer this way around. I was a little nervous to be on the interviewing side. Interviewee side. <laughs> So, yeah, as you said before, Kate Taylor has been a part of the gallery for a number of years now. Her work is so popular and I think you're just like an artistic staple in the city. You are such a big part of the community. You help so many of the artists. I think so many of the new artists we even get in the gallery go, okay, oh, Taylor helped me with this. Kate Taylor recommended this to me. And oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I love hearing how involved you are and how supportive you are of the entire community and all of our artists. So why don't you start with telling us a little bit about how you got into it? Yeah, art?
0: well, I, you know, I kind of, I mean, I think I'm here as well in the backs of people that came before me and were really helpful and we're very generous with their advice and, and stuff. And so I feel like that's kind of part of, you know, of giving back. And I'm a huge fan of like, you know, the rising tide floats all boats. So if you help some yeah. artists, you help all artists. And I think that's yeah. a good thing for everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that's brilliant. It's really beautiful, too. Thanks. <laughs> so how did you how did you get into art, Kate? How did you start your amazing creative business? <laughs>
0: um, well, my, I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts from Western. My grandmother is a professional artist, my sister is an artist, so it wasn't actually that difficult to choose to go into art, and of course, I was surrounded with it all my life, and I, you know, love to paint. My major was actually photography, originally.
1: Oh, okay. Well,
0: because I liked, I liked to play, sorry, I was trying to figure it out, I liked to play actually in the dark room. I kind of figured it out. Like, I like that kind of part of just that bit of serendipity, you don't know exactly what you're going to get, you don't have total control over how the chemicals are going to react, and so, sorry, I'm just going to sit here for a bit. And so I kind of liked that part of it. And then when photography became digital, I just, it just, for me, didn't give me that same level of having to commit to something, you know, like you, you can, cause you can change it if it's digital. And so right. that's when I really started. Well, and then I worked in marketing for many years and then kind of came back to it about, it's about 11 or 12 years ago now. Mm-hmm. And that was my sister, Helen Utzel, who just basically prodded me in the ass and said, you know, it's time you keep talking about it, do it. Sisters are so, good for that. Yeah, they are, yeah. <laughs> And I'm kind of a bit of an all or nothing kind of person. So if I'm going to do it, I don't step in gently. I just leap in on you know, the deep in. end full front. Yeah, That's a
1: good skill to have. So do you, I didn't know that you had started out with photography. Do you find your photography, like original interest and skills influences your art today in any way?
0: It does. I, I think that what happened is I realized as I even as I look back on my old photography, that what I was really interested in is sort of shape and shape and color more than actual content like I, my stuff was never a photo essay of something it was about interesting cracks on the sidewalk or you know and so right and so I think that some of that has kind of continued on within what I'm doing now and I think that the for sure the serendipity part of it with working on the birch panel once the color's down I can't pull it out so I have to really mm-hmm. commit to it and I have to kind of go to it with full force and have the faith that you know it's going to work out and you know sometimes it doesn't I end up with a of yuckiness, which I then have to figure out what to do with because I can't pull it back and I can't overpaint right. it.
1: <laughs> right. So you, what you love about your painting is the commitment to it. That's exactly what terrifies me about painting. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's kind of really interesting and admiring to me to to hear you say that that's something that you love about it because it, it's it's like it's constant. It's, it is what it is and you can't change it. I like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, I actually am one of these people who actually does like change and uncertainty. And so that's probably why I was an entrepreneur for many years. And I like being able to do my own thing and kind of just having the faith to move forward and kind of, and doesn't always work out either. Sometimes it's like a right. horrible, you know, crash and burn scenario, but at least I feel like I'm actioning myself to move forward and doing something different versus kind of sitting where it's kind of safe. Right. I guess.
1: That's fair. So you have a very particular and unique technique. Of how you paint. And we had a little workshop with you earlier in the year at the gallery where we learned the technique. It was yeah. so fun. Got me back into painting. <laughs> and with that, you kind of taught us that you actually mix your paint on the palette. And I can even see in the pieces behind you if mm-hmm. you want to point a little bit more details to us. Yeah. That... So
0: I... I'll turn the camera around here a bit. So basically, what I do, actually, I'm going to go in this one because this has actually got great wood grain. So I get my panels made for me. So they have really nice wood grain. So you can see this one. It's got a very strong wood grain pattern. Beautiful. That's also unpredictable because I buy my panels so they have beautiful wood grain, but I don't always know what I'm going to get and how it's going to end up uh, translating because sometimes the grain absorbs more evenly. And so then what I do is I go through and I mix my colors on the knife. So you can see that's kind of any of them here. Mm -hmm. So the the point of that one is, like you can probably see here, the point of that really is to make each of the petals interesting in and of their own right. So I want those to be kind of little precious little pieces of joy, I guess, uh, within themselves. I mm-hmm. use a lot of metallics. And so you can kind of, i do not sure if you can see in the light, metallic paint yeah, we can see as, well as, as well as as well liquid mirror. And then I add these little sparkly bits are actually mica, which is a natural stone that behaves a bit like glitter. So it catches the light kind of like sunlight as it, sunlight as it hits the water
1: right so it's a subtle kind of glimmer in the light
0: yeah and then in some cases i resin them so you can see this piece down here is resin the whole piece is resin mm-hmm. um, and other pieces i don't sometimes what i do is uh, like this pink is of course pretty strong mm-hmm. and uh, it's fine it was there was too many colors so actually then i take a pink wash over top of the whole thing so then you can okay. kind of see that the pink has created, created this tone over top of the pieces
1: I see. So how did you come to this technique? How did you develop this and start working on it?
0: You know, I think like everything, it sort, of, it sort of seems to evolve. And so for me, it was a bit of, I discovered the palette knife at the same time, I kind of realized how much I loved abstract work. And with the palette knife, you just can't get fussy, like you can't get those tiny little details into it. But there was also a part of me that when I first started out, and the petals were all one color, I felt like it just wasn't, sophisticated enough but there also wasn't enough interest to kind of keep you continuing to look at the piece and finding something different and new each time right. and so then I sort of like mixed a couple of colors and now I probably put I don't know many seven or eight different colors on the knife and then I move around the painting so it picks up pieces wow. from one oh, area
1: on, on one little stroke
0: yeah and I wow. try to keep it not muddy so the other thing again this is just my perverse nature I think because I also like to try and mix colors that are complementary on the knife so normally as you know you mix the complementary colors it becomes brown I personally don't like brown, so I don't use brown in anything. But I like Mm -hmm. the challenge of mixing those colors on the knife so they sit clean beside each other on the painting and then they kind of vibrate a little bit as complementary colors are wont to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely where you can see your skill set because you're so good with color. And that's the beauty of your pieces. You complement them so well. You work them into each other so well. And sometimes I even find with your work, I'm amazed by how you make two colors that I never would have thought go together (laughs) and you make them work so well together i think that's really the beauty of your work and and that's where i see your skill shine the most you're really amazing with color and you love working with color it's obvious
0: i do well you know it's funny too because i always say i'm you know like inspired by nature which i totally am but it's also just such an easy gimme because of course nature never worries about this flower doesn't go with that flower like they all go together and they all work like nobody looks at a flower meadow and kind of go oh that that purple flower doesn't work with the yellow (laughs) (laughs) you know so I think that also just gives me the confidence to be able to kind of go if nature is cool with those colors together I think I can be cool with those colors together
1: yeah that's a good point that's a good way of looking at it for sure and so your paddle series is kind of your signature but we also have your unity Uh
0: series which we see one piece of behind I'm going to do a history so this is actually my color field collection and so color field was the first one I did and that is very tends to be very textural These pieces typically tend to be large and on canvas. Once I started working on the panel is when I really kind of discovered the wood grain and how much I loved it and that was where the energy and motion uh, or the pedal series came from. Okay. Then I started working in what I called kind of my tranquility and this is similar pattern so it's just using the side of the knife and it's still mixing the colors on the knife but it's a little bit more linear.
1: Right. This is the technique you taught us in our workshop, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Right. And I tend to do a lot of the little treasures that are that size. There's a couple more down here. So yeah. my studio is a super, this is my home studio and it's kind of a mess because most people don't they, come in here in the studio. We like
1: a mess. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> so then the unity series kind of came actually from, I was doing a lot of traveling, especially, you know, in the U S and there was a lot of lack of unity, I guess. Like where there were a lot of people that were kind of, they were angry. There were, there was a lot of, comments and maybe it was just the people I talked to but I I sort of felt like you know I needed to kind of really talk talk more about how we can kind of blend colors and ideas and concepts into kind of a unity to create a more unified world like I know I appreciate that's very simplistic but that's kind of where that came from and so Mm. this piece here which you'll love because it's black and white yes that's my vibe (laughs) Uh, and it's got a lot of the iridescence this one actually is called heritage because my father's side is Estonian and so the black and the blue is kind of Estonian colors
1: so okay, and that, that little that little hint of pink in there too that I like.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that is actually called a color called interference. So it almost it sort of it really glows and it changes color depending on where the light hits it, which you can't see so well through the camera, but you can kind of really see in real life. And then sometimes I like to do just these just different sides, like these kind of six by or twelve by kind of sixty twelve by seventy two inch pieces are kind of fine. I like to work with different shapes too. I typically don't do a traditional three by four. Palette. Yeah, I, don't I think know why. You're,
1: you're probably the most versatile artist we have in terms of sizes. When someone always asks us, "I need this unique particular size," I go,
0: "Kate Taylor can do that. She has to do every." Now <laughs> yeah, and I know. just did a. It was like 50 by 39 and a half. <laughs>
1: Wow.
0: wow! And then, and then of course they go right down to these these little guys, like these little treasures. And so,
1: yeah,
0: the little treasures are great. Which we're
1: having our small workshop in February
0: coming up, so we're going to be yeah. taking lots of those from you. Yeah. I got quite a few, and these ones also for me they, they actually I don't actually carry a traditional sketchbook, and so for me these are kind of my sketchbook. And so oh, okay. I work through I work through different ideas and colors and patterns and stuff on the on there, and so that sometimes kind of I have, and I sort of have this weird thing where. I don't like to leave paint on the palette. I paint in acrylic, so of course, if you leave it, it'll dry up. And so I will do these little ones with everything else that's left on my palette, which often are the colors that I don't love the best. And so that's sometimes where I end up with some weird color combinations. Yeah, it's just strange that way.
1: (laughs) That's really cool, actually. I, I like that story, but they always turn out really beautiful. Like they're still such amazing little pieces and it's interesting that you
0: experiment with them that way. Yeah, it's kind of fun because you never know what other people like, too. Like there are certain things that I might love, like you were saying before. So you also have to, it's interesting to have the challenge to paint for what other people are going to love within your own style. I'm not going to compromise what I ultimately want to do. But, you know, sometimes it's fun to play with, I don't know, ochres and earth tones, which typically are not kind of my thing, right? I think it's good to keep the mind stretched.
1: Yeah, so what's, what's next? What are you working on now? Is, do you have anything to update us on and what, what we can expect
0: to see? <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm thinking I'm, I haven't done a lot of Unity. I sort of started that collection and hadn't really fully explored it and then sort of the energy and motion stuff really exploded and so I became really busy with that. So I'd like to go back and do a bit more exploration of that. I have to be in a different mindset for it because it's very linear and the palette knife has to be kind of pulled across at different weights so that you kind of get that scumbling of colour. Right. I have yeah, to be in can, kind of a more. You can
1: definitely see that here in the piece behind me too, that sometimes it's a thicker layer and sometimes it kind of pulls.
0: Yeah. And I like the fact that sometimes you get the little dots of individual color that are on the background that are, so it's not kind right. of a solid line. And I find that I need to be kind of in a state of mind. That's a bit more controlled and a bit more tranquil to do those than the energy and motion, which are just like, la, 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 you know?
1: <laughs> which is a lot of energy and movement and going, going, going.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'm working on that. I've worked on a couple of trying to combine some of the combinations and uh, collections. In some cases, it's successful. In some cases, it's not. And the other one I'm actually working on, so I'm just going to turn around here a little bit,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is I haven't actually named this collection yet, but I think that it's interesting enough to pull into a different collection.
1: Yeah. So
0: these were, again, these were some small ones. I had, when I had extra paint on the palette, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to throw them all into this kind of forest.
1: There's a few of the small ones in that size. I haven't seen a large
0: one, I don't think because I haven't done a large one. Okay. <laughs> the largest size I've done is, is about 12 by 12. And so okay. I've actually have a panel right now, which is I'm trying to figure out if I can turn myself around again. Nope. Yes, I can't. You're gonna have to just look at them. <laughs> um, I've got another <laughs> panel that is actually a partnership to this orange one. So it's probably 18 by 60. And so I'm going to start to work larger and see if it's interesting. What I need to figure out is if it's going to be interesting enough larger or if it's just going to become too linear and formulaic and that's what I have to kind of work on I'm having obviously phone issues today
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay well that's awesome it's so great getting a little view we love seeing behind the
0: scenes and I I know this is your home studio and you have another one that has more work I'm a studio hog yeah so I have my home studio and I was finding that because I'm ultimately an extrovert I was missing the people when I, had been, you know, when I was working in marketing, I did marketing and art for a while. And then when I gave up the uh, the marketing to be artists full time, I missed the people. So I started Art Alchemy, which is basically a, a partner, not a partnership, but my sister has Art Alchemy out in Comox, Vancouver Island. And so I started Art Alchemy East here. And so there's six of us that share the studio space. And we just launched the Pirate Squared show on circular pieces. And then um, because of COVID, I've spent more time at the cottage. So I've just converted our cabin to my cottage studio. So I now have studios. <laughs> oh you are studio spoiled. I know and it's so funny because I say to my husband it just isn't big enough he goes how much space do you need I'm like there's never enough space.
1: <laughs> you know what to be fair you work in very large sizes you need a lot of space
0: so. <laughs> well uh, yeah and I just finished one that was uh, 72 by 48 which was yeah I mean it, it becomes the size and because they're panels they become really heavy right so it's like doesn't really fit in my car and you know barely fits up the stairs. <laughs>
1: Does that get really hard to resin? Did you resin that one? Or is that I didn't one that resin was- that. They didn't,
0: they didn't want that one resined. I have resin that size. Wow. And it is a challenge because physically you have to lean over it. Plus I paint flat, right? I don't paint on an easel, which means right. I actually have to physically be able to lean over it and be able to reach the center of the painting.
1: I, I could imagine, especially getting it like you're a master at resin, getting it so smooth and clean and in that kind of
0: size. I could see that being definitely a challenge. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm finding it interestingly. The trend seems to be less resin as the pieces get larger. So, right. I resin like the little. The only ones I always resin are the little six by sixes because I think it just makes them more precious. Yeah. And then the other sizes because the resin reflects a bit like a mirror in some places. It's the larger that gets the, the more challenging that becomes sometimes. Right. Harder to place but, in, in areas yeah. and spaces as well. That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for giving us a little tour and and some insight into your art cross desk. We love your work. Our clients love your work. (laughs) Good. We've been carrying you for so long. We can't wait to see what else you bring to us and have new for us. If anyone watching has any questions for Kate or for us, feel free to DM us. We're still open for curbside. We have a lot of Kate's little treasures, which are perfect holiday gifts. So go take a look online, or give us a call, and we can find the perfect color for you. There's so many colors, and they're beautiful. (laughs) Joining us. Oh, it's been
0: great. I've enjoyed being your guest.
1: Yeah, it's been wonderful. I love I love talking to you guys, even if it's through screen. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah,
0: person's better, but this is a good second best. (laughs) It is is a good second best. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, thanks to everyone who joined us, and we'll see you next time for interviews with artists. Cool. Thanks,
0: Kate. Thanks so much, Jelena. Okay, bye, bye. Bye.